Lions, Bengals, and Bears, none of my guys scared. Chase rumbling, any one of them guys there. Wayne Young and he hungry, I pray we patient with him. I pray he leave with some money, I pray he leave with his health. Yeah. Uh, the physical and mental The thing I like about football is that stats kill opinions It's rap shit I licked it I ain't about to knock it This whole summer I was buying all the winter product And I tried being peaceful But my peace was getting bothered So no doubt we got them eagles We go Carson Wentz, Stefani Okay, 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 okay What's going on ladies and gentlemen Welcome to episode 122 of Electrified I'm your host Eric Lyons Man, how's everybody doing today? First of all, if you're on the East Coast, if you're in the DMV, uh, you know, further north of Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York area, if you if you gotta go outside today, be careful on the roads. I know the roads are gonna be slick. Whether we're dealing you're dealing with snow, sleet, frozen rain, just be careful out there. If you have to go to work, be safe. If you don't have to go to work, then you're lucky. You're, you're you're blessed. Um, and enjoy, or if you're working from home, enjoy your time at home. Um, enjoy watching that first snow of the winter. Well, it's not even winter yet. Nah, once you don't start the next week, yeah. Enjoy our first uh snow of the month. There we go. Yeah. So, yeah, man, enjoy that. But that's why I decided to drop today because I'm like, you know what I mean. So a lot of people gonna be in the crib today. So y'all don't got nothing else to do but listen to me run my mouth for an hour. So. Let's get to it. Let's let's tell you guys what we're gonna get to today. All right, so we got a big fight this weekend. Big fight this weekend. Canelo Alvarez versus Kellum Smith. It's gonna be a good one. Get you guys ready for that. And we're gonna talk some more boxing. Um, we're gonna talk about this Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul situation. Um, gonna talk. We're gonna talk a lot of boxing early in the show today, and then we're gonna get into the football, of course. And I'm gonna talk. Um, Touch on the Kyrie and the media situation. Then we're going to talk about the Cleveland baseball team. The Cleveland baseball team. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that at the end. So let's start off with Canelo Alvarez versus Callum, Callum Smith. Uh, this is going to be a good fight. It's going to be a great fight. I'm very excited for this. Canelo is back. This fight will be taking place on, give me a moment, on the zone this Saturday night. Um... So, if you want to watch the fight, you can watch it on the zone. That's where it will be. But you know how I get down. So, I won't be there, but I'll be tuned in. Um, fight's going to be Saturday on the zone. Uh, the ring walks for the main event between these gentlemen should be around 11 o'clock, approximately, approximately 11 o'clock Eastern Time. Um, live Saturday night at the San Antonio Alamo Dome where there will be fans in attendance, of course, at a limited compa- capacity, but there will be fans in the building. Something that was interesting to me over the weekend watching the Anthony Joshua fight, which we will get to in a little bit uh, over there in London, there were a lot of people there. Of course, everybody had their masks on, but bro, they were deep. Like, I was like, damn, like, look at all those people. It was It was kind of wild seeing that many people in one space again. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen that, so that definitely, definitely was something else. And it was a, it was a, it wasn't. Nah, it was, it was a lot of people at the Cleveland game last night too. They were deep down there in Ohio. I think they have a curfew. I, I could have swore they had a curfew, but they were at that game, so it was, it was lit. It was definitely lit. But let's talk about this, man. So let's look at the tail of the tape here. Let's start off with the champion, Colonel Smith, WBA. 
um, super middleweight champion of the world. So, and ring ring magazine champion. So let's talk about it. He's thirty years old, stands at six foot three, seventy eight inch reach. He's orthodox. He's twenty seven and zero with nineteen KOs. Uh, on the flip side of that, we have Canelo Alvarez, the pound for pound number one boxer in the world. He's also thirty eight years old. He stands at five eight with a seventy inch reach. He's also orthodox. So obviously here, you know, same age, but big, big, big differences in height. But this would not be this would not be the first time that Canelo has gone up against uh, a boxer, a fighter that's tall, much taller than him. Uh, you you look at his last, you know, Sergey Kovalev. He's six foot. Um, you can go look at uh, what's the guy's what's the kid name? Rocky Fielding. You look at Rocky Fielding. He stood at six one. So he's not he's not new to fighting guys who are much taller than him, especially at this weight. You know, this isn't this isn't new. So fighting a guy who's six three, you know, they were taking pictures yesterday for the uh the arrival in San Antonio and it looked just like how the pictures looked with him and Rocky Fielding. It just looked like really weird, like seeing two guys stand next to each other who are gonna get in the ring who are not near the same height at all. Um then you look at the reach advantage with uh Cullum Smith, he's got what, seven and a half inch reach. So these are things that Play a factor. They play a factor. They do play a factor. I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys that it's going to be an easy night for Canelo. I'm not. I'm not because we all know this can. You know, there, there's going to be there's going to be problems. You're going to have to figure figure the guy out first of all, and then figure out you know how you're going to chop him down because you got to chop him down. You got to, you got to. You got to put water in the basement, and what I'm what I mean by that is you got to hit him low. Not low blows. People are not telling him he's going to go hit him in his man parts. But I'm saying body blows, body shots. And then it's the challenge of getting inside. Can you get inside? Can you get past that long jab and go to the body? That's that's how it's going to have to go. Um, it's, it's what we're going to have to see. So let's look at Kellen Smith. I've watched a few of his fights. I was looking at some film of him yesterday. He has power. It's sneaky, too. You look at a guy like that. He's not. I mean, he's tall. But he's not like huge. He's a he's a solid guy. But you don't by looking at him, you wouldn't assume that he has the power that he has. And he he has knocked guys out. He has he has power in both hands, not just the powerful left, but the right has power in it too. And he can box. He can he can he can get down. He can definitely get down. Uh, the jab, of course, is stiff. You know that's where it starts at. It all you know most most offenses start with the jab. Um, that's how you set up the hook. That's how you set up the power punches. You you go off your jab, and with a jab this long, he should use it, and he should fight his height. He should not be trying to get inside and go blow for blow with Canelo. If he tries to do that, it's going to be a long night. And I'm watching him when he feels like he is in control or has his opponent hurt. He's going to rush in. Now, it's a matter of can he get Canelo to that point. Or if he tries to walk Canelo down, my advice for him: if I was six three and I had a seventy inch uh, wing, if I had seventy eight inch reach advantage, if my long my arms were longer than uh, wow, damn, I missed it. The window for the joke left. I had like three different jokes, three different jokes go through my head, and none of them came out. I was gonna say um. Damn, I'm blanking, man. That's sad. I'm usually usually quicker with those, man. It's because I was on a podcast last night, 
And I was, I was talking for like two and a half hours. So I'm burnt out on the jokes. Like I feel like my jokes are gone. I was going to say my if my arms were longer than a Michael Bay film. That was it. I know. I'm sorry. I would have got some laughs. But if my arms were that long, I would fight everybody from the outside. And bring make them bring the fight to me. I wouldn't rush in. I wouldn't fight like I'm shorter. Like I'm their height. I would fight on the outside. Work the jab all night. Stick and move. And frustrate my opponent. And I think that's what Cullen Smith is going to have to do in order to beat Canelo. I don't think he can knock Canelo out. So he's going to have to go in there and box. Don't make the mistake of trying to get in there and throw blow for blow with Canelo. You don't want to do that. One of those uppercuts come up there, that skyscraper. Uh-uh, you don't want that. You don't want that. You don't want that. So if I'm if I'm Cullen Smith, I'm I'm throwing my jab, hooking off my jab, and I'm moving around. I'm moving around. I'm I'm not trying to get inside. I'm gonna fight outside. You're gonna come to me, and we're gonna do this. If you want to fight, if you want to go blow for blow, you come to me, and I and bring the fight to me. But I'm not bringing the fight to you. I'm taller than you. You're way shorter than me. You have little tiny T-Rex arms. It's not happening. But. That's not always the case. And it's weird to me because a lot of taller guys want to fight like they're fighting guys the same height as them. And I don't I don't understand that. That's weird to me. Like you have the advantage. Use it. You know? So look at Canelo. His keys to victories, obviously be yourself. Be yourself. And it was interesting. It's interesting because Canelo knocked uh Kettle Smith's brother out, what was that, three years ago? Uh, I think this was when Canelo was still at 154 HBO was still around Um, The fight was HBO pay-per-view He knocked out Liam Smith Knocked him out And it's interesting Like damn three years later you're fighting his brother Like I'm that's that's crazy That's crazy That's how you know man Canelo has fought everybody bro Everybody So he's fighting You know he's fighting taller guys You know we saw how he knocked down He took care of Rocky Fielding All body work all body work and then uppercut it you know brought the uppercuts to him you look at how he got Sergey Kovalev out of there it was it was low body work chopped the bottom then the, you know the, then went to the head and, the, and it all fell together it's going to be the same thing here it's going to be the same thing here it's going to be you know work your way inside oh and that was the thing I had to say about um the, the three-year difference um, from fighting Liam Smith to Kellum Smith, his defense—I was watching that fight. Defense is so much better now; it's crazy. Like Canelo was taking a lot of punches in that fight three years ago, but now it's like he's not taking big punches anymore, bro. His defense is just ridiculous now. I mean, his defense—you could already see, you know, after the Floyd fight, he learned obviously he learned it, but he he mastered it. With these, within these, you know, these since last couple of years, he's mastered it, bro. He's mastered it. He has mastered it. His defense is, is top of the line. It's top of the line. That's why I called him the Mexican Floyd, man. Mexican Floyd. I'm telling you, man. Canelo is Canelo is one of the best. And when he, when it's all said and done, he's definitely gonna go down as one of the greatest of all time. Honestly, honestly, pound for pound king, pound for pound king. But like I was saying. He's going to have to just be himself. You know, you go in there, you get inside, drop the body, go to the top. But you got to be careful, though, because Kellum Smith can bang. He can bang. He definitely can bang, for sure. He can bang. 
And nobody's knocked him out. He's undefeated. And, you know, Kellen Smith, he's not backing down from this challenge. I think this is obviously his biggest fight, uh, the best opponent he's fought so far. So it's definitely going to be a step up and challenge for him. And even for Canelo, you know, at 168, this is the, supposed to be the best at 168. He's the challenger in this. Oh, yeah, that's what I forgot to mention. So the WBA Super Welterweight and the ring, not Welterweight, excuse me, Super Middleweight and Ring Magazine title plus the, the, the vacant WBC Super Middleweight title are all on the line this Saturday night. So we got two, what, two belts? Uh, ring Magazine Championship. And it's not a big, big four. So two belts on the line, two straps. It's going to be a good one, man. But you already know who I'm rolling with, man. I'm rolling with Canelo Alvarez. And I got it, a knockout in the eighth round. I think he knocks him out in the eighth. Going to be a good scrap, though. So I'm definitely, definitely ready for that one. Um, So hold on. Let's let's stay on not the fight necessarily, but let's, let's talk about the zone for a minute. So if you don't know what the zone is, the zone is something I've been talking about since the inception of the podcast, actually. The Zone is the uh, streaming service. I think they started in the UK, came over here in 2018. This is the the company that Canelo has signed that big year, that big ten year deal with, right? And they stream. They have sports. They have soccer, uh, MMA, boxing. But you know, boxing was supposed to be the main thing when they brought it over here. They said, "Yeah, we're gonna kill pay per view. There's gonna be no PPP fights." And the subscription will be $9.99 a month And you're going to get all these fights And blah 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 They changed their tune very fast Very fast Very fast That $9.99 turned into $19.99 very quickly It went from Yeah we're not going to have any pay-per-view fights To Yeah we charging 70 bucks for cable, if you want to buy this fight, if you don't have the zone, you can buy this fight for seventy bucks. Then you get four months free of the zone. Let me put that in air quotes. You get four months air quotes free. It's not really free, people. Think about this. Think about it this way. Right, let's say you pay seventy bucks for this fight Saturday. So that means you get January, February, March, and April, quote unquote, free. That's just simple math Simple math right here people 70 bucks Let's just say 70 even Let's say this, no taxes Nothing like that Not 99 Let's say Let's say 19.99 is 20 bucks So 20 bucks 60 That's 3 months Plus the 10 The 70 bucks And that means you get 3 And a half months Months of your You know basically The only thing you're getting free here Is the half of a month That you're not paying for Because what you're doing Is just paying for your Subscription in advanced 70 bucks covers most of the You know covers The subscription That's what they're doing You're paying For the subscription For four months It's not a monthly subscription You're just it's It's a flat rate 70 bucks Hey You bought the fight So you get this for free It's not free It's not free You know what's free Streaming fights online And not buying these fights That's free I don't understand why they're trying to get over on people 
the best the thing that made me excited about the zone two years ago i thought they were really coming in here and ready to get all of the competitors out of here i thought that they were coming in and really about to change the game and they didn't do that they didn't do that they didn't do that they started like youtubers fight on their pro on their pro on their uh cards lost canelo like they don't <sighs> no nope nope i mean and, and and pbc they're not innocent either when they came brought the yo we're gonna bring cable boxing and title fights to to broadcast networks for free then it turned into fox pay-per-view Like, we got, well, how many title fights did we get for free, man? ESPN. They did the same thing. Yo. Free title fights. On ESPN Plus. You got to get ESPN Plus. Then you got to buy it. Then you got to, then they got ESPN pay-per-view. It's sad. It's sad. I just miss the old days when we had HBO and Showtime. And we all knew, you know, who would be on pay-per-view. Floyd, you know, your big names. But we were still getting quality free boxing. Title fights for free. The market is definitely trash now, though. Definitely. It's all about the money. We all know that, though. It's all about the money. Um, Speaking of that, so Anthony Joshua. So he makes he makes easy work of... His opponent on Saturday night. I wasn't impressed, though. I wasn't impressed. I wasn't impressed. But he made easy work for him. Re- retained all three of his titles. So, it's only one belt out there. And uh, Tyson... F- Wait, hold on. Tyson Fury. I'm trying to... I'm, let me make sure. Because I could have swore. Okay, yeah. He got the IBF, WBO, and WBA, and Tyson Fury has the WBC. So that's three belts right there. You have the two biggest heavyweights in the sport right now from this, you know, from the over the over the pond. Joshua just won his fight. We all know what should be next. We all know what they, they should be unifying in May. There should be a unification bout in May, but no. No, the WBO is deciding that nah, we're not going to let him bypass his mandatory challenger who nine times out of ten he's going to beat. And all he's going to do, all we're going to do here is waste time and put off the fight that everybody needs to see, everybody wants to see. These boxing councils are so trash. From the, the oversaturating the market with belts. To to the mandatories and the rankings, it's all BS to me. It's all BS, and as as a boxing fan, as boxing fans, we shouldn't we shouldn't buy into that. Don't buy these fights that you don't want to see. Don't make their numbers look good. Don't buy the tickets when they let us back in, because we want to see what we want to see. Everybody knows we want to see Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua unify the the division. Okay, well if the WBA is going to order that fight, if Anthony Joshua has to go fight whoever the hell the WBO is doing, then then the WBC should step in and say that Tyson Fury has to give Deontay Wilder his rematch. Why not? Why not? If that's what we're going to do, 
Give me Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder three. Let's let's nip that trilogy in the bud, because we we should we should nip that trilogy in the bud. It's only right. Give it to me one more time. Let Anthony Joshua go do what he do, and then we can unify because that's what it's all about. That's why we don't get unification bouts. That's why we don't see unified undisputed champions. There's no undisputed. We don't get to see undisputed champions because nobody wants nobody wants to cooperate. Whether it's the promoters, whether it's the the um the networks, uh, the fighters, and and the boxing councils, it's trash. And honestly, I can see Canelo becoming an undisputed champion before the heavyweight division unifies and becomes undisputed because that's just how it is. It's trash, man. It's really trash. It really is. I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, you look at what the fans want. And what's what's just obviously what should be next, and they're not giving it to us. It's, it don't make no sense to me. I'm just leaving a bunch of money on the table and wasting time, wasting a bunch of time. Uh, let's see. Let's move on. <laughs> All right, man. So I said I wasn't going to talk about this, but I, of course, you know, I, I couldn't do that, man. I couldn't do it. Couldn't hold my tongue. All right. So what was this last weekend or something like that? Last week, sometime last week, we saw the flyer come out. And um, it's it's going to be Floyd Mayweather versus which Paul brother, Logan Paul, in an exhibition bout in February. You know, I made sense of it. To say it don't make sense is not true because it makes sense because it makes dollars. And when I tell you guys, you know what, where the the money and what what's in it for Floyd comes from, you'll understand. But it's still it's still not good. And it's not good for the sport. Even Dana White, Dana White, who doesn't pay his fighters, Dana White, who has you know he's he's not the the cleanest of guys, but he's he he even is looking at the sport of boxing funny right now and doesn't even want it anymore. Dana White says the sport is screwed up. He says the sport is screwed up and broken, screwed up and broken, and he and he's absolutely right. In 2010. If you would have told me Floyd Mayweather would be fighting a UFC star and a YouTube star in the span of three years, I would have told you to go to hell, man. I told you to get the hell out of my face. Get out. Ten years later, here we are. Floyd is for Conor McGregor. And now he's about to fight a, a kid who has... <sighs> this don't make sense to me, man. I don't get it, man. These these weird exhibitions, are, they're, they're, they're bad for the sport. And it makes Floyd looks he may he looks nuts doing this, man. He doesn't look good doing this. I don't like it. I don't like it. even even his daughter, one of his daughters, uh Yaya Mayweather, who 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 child, that's a that's an interesting one there. But even she don't like what's going on in the sport. That that's telling right there. Like this is starting to look like wrestling, man. This is like Sting wrestling in AEW. It just don't look right. Floyd, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. There was a time, bro. There was there was a time. Believe it or not, kids, children. Which we don't have to tell my kids, man. There was a time where only the best fought Floyd. A time where it was hard to even get Floyd in the ring. But now a young man with no wins in the sport. Gets the privilege, the privilege to share the ring with Floyd. This is this is worse than when he went over to Tokyo, and fought that. That I don't even. How old was that dude? 
he looked like he had like just did his exit ticket and and got out of school and went to Fort Floyd. That's what that's how young that kid looked over there. It just don't make sense, man. It doesn't make sense. I'm not here, you know, I'm not here to count to count pockets. I'm not. But Floyd's net worth is four hundred fifty million dollars. And he has been he has been smart with his money. You know, he gambles a lot. He has bought a lot of cars, but he's not broke. He makes a lot of smart investments. And his money makes him money. So I don't understand. It, it can't be he hurting for money. I, I I don't believe he's hurting for money. I'm not going to subscribe to that that narr- that narrative at all. But I can't even give him the he misses the game. You know, I can't give him the benefit that benefit of the doubt because it's not like it's a real fight. Now you you look back at the McGregor thing. I get that. I wasn't I wasn't really upset with that because I I wanted that at that time I was excited about that because McGregor had been running his mouth for so long and he made it he made it seem like it was so easy to jump in the water and jump in the sport of boxing that he could just call out the goat I wanted that fight I did and I'm glad it happened and I'm glad it went the way it did if Floyd would have walked out right there I'd have been happy with that, as he should have. That should have been the last we've seen Floyd in the ring, if he was other than training, uh, training the other box. That should have been it. We shouldn't have seen Floyd in any type of sanctioned bat. I don't get it. Nah. So this right here doesn't make sense to me. The matchup doesn't make sense to me. Hey Floyd, Floyd, if you still got the itch, go fight Pac. Go fight Pacquiao. He holding a belt hostage. I'm sure he would like another crack at you. Go win you a belt. You know what I mean? Like, go ahead. But you're going to fight us. You're you going to fight Logan Paul? Then y'all got the Paul brothers running around like they pop. Now Jake Paul calling um, McGregor a bunch of names and and all this and f- talking about his wife. And I hope Conor McGregor beat the dog bleep out of that boy. Man, I hope somebody punch. I just want to see them get knocked out one time so they can stop. I hate these dudes, bro. Can't believe I just make the worst people famous, man. But but you got a hardworking young man, stand up guy like me, still in the trenches, trying to make it out of the trenches of the podcasting world, man. Make me blow up in twenty twenty one, man. I deserve it. But nah, dog, I just don't get it. And it's clearly a money grab. And 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 deeper than that, this is a fan me money grab. This is calculated. I'm not going to. Floyd, I have so much respect for Floyd, not only as a boxer, but as a businessman, because he knows he knows what he's doing. He's not stupid. We know even though we all everybody jokes about him not being able to read, but he know how to sign them checks that he can do that he can do. But if you don't fan me, is like basically cameo where you can like meet. Have a meet and greet with a celebrity Or get them to talk to you um, You know send you a, some type of video Online you know it's all virtual right And you know money has always run Boxing but now it's it's ruining it It's ruining it man I, I have too much respect for Floyd And all he's done to entertain This I just can't I can't give this Any energy I really don't want to watch it But I'm going to <laughs> It's sad I know man It's sad 
It really is. It's it's a sad situation. It's really making the sport look bad, man. The the, the sport of boxing is becoming a circus. Even within the sport, from the like I said, from the unnecessary amount of belts um, that you know the WBO and the WBC, especially the WBC, continues to uh, push out to the to the rankings. It's it's to pump out the rank. It's trash. It's trash. Uh, we don't get the fights we want and need because of promotional TV and money politics. We talking about that. Um, you know, we got Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao is holding the WBA welterweight title hostage. And nobody has a problem. Like nobody has a problem with that. Though he hasn't forced us to Thurman fight. I haven't heard him plan on fighting anybody. I've heard him wanted. To, I've heard Conor McGregor and Manny Pacquiao's name together. Who the hell wants to see Manny Pacquiao fight Conor McGregor when he has a legitimate welterweight title? Floyd was fully retired when that fight happened. McGregor called him out. That was money. I have never sat down and thought, damn, I would love to see Manny Pacquiao and, and Conor McGregor fight. No. I don't want to see Manny Pacquiao fight anybody. He needs to let that belt go and go sit his ass down somewhere. You're 42, dog. 42. I'm cool off the Manny Pacquiao, um, Brett Favre type. Nah, I'm good. I don't want to see that. I don't. Not want to see that dog Let that belt go Please For the sport Like I said man Stop buying the fights you don't want to see Stop giving these um, You know stop giving these boxers you, you don't like your energy man Stop supporting them Seriously it's it's They don't deserve our money They don't deserve our time They don't deserve our clicks They don't deserve our likes None of that bro Until they give us what we want Seriously, it's a mess. It's definitely a mess. And you know, as a a legit boxing fan, I'm not a casual, so I feel this. I know I know some guys out there who who, who feel like me and enjoy the sport and want to see the best fight, the best, and want to see belts get unified and want to see undisputed champions. But it just seems like the sport doesn't want to, man. It's crazy to me. It's crazy. This would be the time to do it. Seriously, man. Seriously. Um, let's see where we at with it. We at thirty minutes in. Okay, okay, it's gonna be a good show. I told you guys it's gonna be a good show today. I wouldn't tell you a lie. All right, we'll be moving to next. I covered boxing. We did all the boxing stuff. So let's move on to the week fourteen NFL week fourteen recap. Man, we saw some good football, and especially uh Monday night. What a game that was! Game of the year, man. Early game of the decade candidate for sure. For sure, but let's talk about everything we saw this past weekend. So I have a couple of questions. One, do the Eagles hate Carson Wentz? I think it's time to like start talking about that. Do they like hate him? Do they not like Carson Wentz? Did he do something in that locker room to be like, "We're not gonna block for this guy. We're not gonna. We're not gonna catch. I'm, I'm cool." Like, yo, it's Carson Wentz was sacked 50 times over 12 games this season. That's 4.1 sacks per game. So that means at least four times Carson Carson Wentz was getting smacked around. Sunday, Jalen Hurts was sacked zero times. 
Now, Jalen was also running for his life, but he wasn't getting sacked. I just, I don't know. I don't know if the linemen just were blocking a little harder or Carson Wentz just really be a deer in the headlights out there. I don't know, man. I don't know. You know, everybody, I think a lot of people have been using the word spark to describe what Jalen Hurts brought to the offense and the life that he brought to that offense because you look at the offense, man, they did look, they looked faster. They looked more confident Sunday. They did look better. They did look better. Um, Hurts went, you know, um, it's his first, Hurts, his, excuse me, guys, his first start in Philly, he went 17 for 30, 167 yards, one touchdown, 18 carries for 106 yards. Um, then you look at Miles Sanders, 14 carries, buck 15 um, on the ground, two touchdowns. Uh, that's clear, man. Once time is to start in Philly, is definitely over. And it's crazy because that contract didn't start yet. So now you look. If Jalen Hurts wins out, say he wins out, you look at Carson Wentz, would you guys owe millions? What do you do with Carson Wentz? Do you, do you keep him? Carson Wentz is a guy, I don't think he wants to ride the pine. I would assume he wants to start. So it's like now you, you start looking around the league, where can we send him? Where can you trade Carson Wentz to? Because I think Carson Wentz needs a change of scenery. Hmm. L.A. Not not the not the Chargers, the Rams. Um. Do you want to send him to? Sheesh. Where can you send him, man? You want to send him to Indianapolis? You know. I mean, there's there there's landing spots for him if it came down to that. Honestly, there are there are suitors. There are suitors. It was you know. What I mean, it's it's going to be. It's going to be interesting. It's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens this offseason. So, what else we got going on? Oh, I told you guys, man, the Bills, man. I told you guys. You guys didn't listen. I told you guys way, way back in August. The Bills were coming, man. I told you. I told you, man. Josh Allen, that boy Cole, man, he was out there willing and dealing, but hold on. Hold on, before we get to the Bills, let's talk about the Steelers, man. Good old Boo Boo Schuster was out there dancing on the logo, doing this little Corvette, Corvette, TikTok. Bills out there warming up. They grown men. They ready to play football. They're not worried about TikToks and iPhones and, and dances and, and Corvette. Mm-mm. Not worried about that. We out here to play a game. We got a game to win. You know, the players saw that, and more importantly, more importantly, Josh Allen saw it. Josh Allen in the tunnel said, they can do all the talking and effing dancing. We'll do the work! Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what I like. That's what I like. Hold on, side, hold on. I can't really... Uh, I'm, I'm looking at Josh Allen a little different this weekend, though. I got to play him in my fantasy playoff game. I'm trying to go to the Super Bowl. I still love you though. It ain't personal. But Josh wasn't playing with them boys, man. The Bills players. And I mean, they on the field warming up for uniform. Here come Juju. I mean, you know, Boo Boo come out there for his little pregame TikTok. Like, dog. Juju Juju Smith Schuster do a lot of he do a lot of dancing for someone who doesn't have a one hundred yard game this season. Sure do do a lot of dancing, bro. 
for somebody who hasn't had a 100-yard game this season. Juju be dancing his ass off, then go out and get four catches from 17 yards. Like, come on, dog. Come on, dog. You're not like that. You're not like that at all. AB told us, man. AB tried to tell us. Boo-boo Schuster, man. And, you know, the Steelers, the Steelers team has been very concerned with TikTok and, and social media instead of catching the ball and stopping receivers from carving them up. They, they're, their priorities, they're, they're not prioritizing very well this season. They've been on Twitter more tweets than anything, Twitter fingers for sure. And if I'm Mike Tomlin, I'm shutting all that down, dog. No social media till the end of the season because clearly y'all can't focus. But Steelers. Steelers, Steelers fans, I'm going to tell you guys about your team. You guys can't run the ball at all. You can't run the ball. The run game is non-existent, and Big Ben isn't playing. That arm, man, he, he can't carry the team and throw the ball 45 to 50 times a game. He can't do that. That arm is burning. That arm is burning, bro. He can't. He can't do that. He need to take the. He need. Excuse me. He needs a run game to take the pressure off of him, but he can't. There is no run game. It, it doesn't exist. But Steelers fans, I told you guys this, man. It's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. It, December will expose you, man. December will show you who you really are. Look at the Ravens. They were down bad. The COVID Ravens, they were down bad on the brink of playoff elimination. But I told you guys, I said, I think they can win out. They get all their pieces back, and they got to let Lamar be Lamar. And that's exactly what happened on Monday night, but we're going to talk about that soon. But you look at the Ravens now. Prime position to make a run. It's December, baby. It's December. December will show you, man. December will show you. Telling you I wouldn't be surprised If the Steelers lost The rest of their games Because I told you guys It was going to lose To Washington And the Bills I wouldn't lie to you guys I didn't come here To lie to you Week in and week out I came in here To tell the truth And that was the truth <laughs> y'all, y'all gotta stay woke man Josh Allen and Diggs They went out there and They were wheeling and dealing man Wheeling and dealing uh, Josh Allen 24 for 43, 238 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. And Stephon Diggs, 10 receptions, 13, uh, I mean, wow, 130, buck 30 yards and a touchdown. I need that same energy this weekend, Steph. Same energy, bro. We got a championship to win, man. Uh, let's move on to what else did I see this weekend, man? Rodgers and Mahomes, so the playoff race, I mean the MVP race. I told you guys that this weekend would would be telling and this weekend would start to, you know, we would see who it is. And it's, it's obviously Aaron Rodgers, man. If they, if they get that MVP to Kermit, man, I will never watch football again. I swear to God. They better not, they better not do this. They can't steal this one from him. Dog, he's literally better than him in every category this season. We can't, you can't make this up. You can't. the The numbers are there. the The film is there. It's Aaron Rodgers, bro. He's the most valuable player. He is. Look at this, bro. Let's look at let's look at the weekend stats. Uh, um, going up against the Lions, Rodgers went twenty six for thirty three, 
290 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, and one touchdown on the ground. Uh, Mahomes, 24 for 34, 393 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. It took Mahomes one game to double his INTs on the year and throw more than Rodgers. I told you guys, man, whoever, how they played this weekend would be a big, big, big factor in who wins the MVP, and Rodgers won this round. He's winning the late rounds. He's winning the championship rounds. The Packers go 13-3. and three. And what were we at on the season? What is that? 13, 37 total. I mean, 37 passing touchdowns and 41 total. I told you guys we're going to throw 45 this year. How many games we got left? Three? All they got to do is throw what? Eight more? Oh, yeah, that can be done. That can be done. I told you guys, man. I told you guys. You know what else I told you? I told you guys that King Henry would lead the league in rushing yards and touchdowns. And it's looking like that's going to be correct, man. Derrick Henry is the best running back in football. It's it's no debate. He's he's just a throwback, man. He's serious. He's serious. And I don't know who's stopping him. He's serious. Bro. Titans blow the Jags out. Henry, 26 carries, 215 yards. Two touchdowns. Came to the first running back. I think he broke a tie, right? Four for four games. Um, 200 plus and two touchdowns on the ground. He's just rolling through defenses, man. And Tannehill was out there slinging it. 19 for 29, 212 yards, two touchdowns. A.J. Brown with a one-hand grab. Um, seven catches, 112 yards, and one touchdown. So this, this Titans team is looking complete. And they're looking like they can be a force. Come January for um it was one more thing. Oh the Rams, man. I think the Rams have the best secondary in football. Um uh, we saw what they did on Thursday night. So I did I did want to mention that before I got into the Monday night game. And that game was special. That game was the AFC North football, man. I talked about this, how the Ravens and Browns will be the new rivalry rivalry in the AFC North and it it, it was it lived up to it last night. It was a good football. Um Monday night that was good football. You know, you just got to turn Lamar loose. Screw the critics. Screw them. If you want to run, run them. Let them run. That's his strength, man. You got to play to his strengths. Because he can, you know, that, that that's it and that's all. Who cares if they call him a running back? Who cares? He changes the game, man. He's a game. He's a gamer. He's a gamer. He threw a game-winning touchdown. Threw one. That's all I had. That's all I gotta say about that. I need to y'all need to put some respect on his name. Period. Put some respect on his name. Put some respect on his name, bro. Let's see. Where we at? Where we at? Where we at? We got a couple couple more things to get through. Uh let's take a look at the playoff race. One more just one look, a quick look at the playoff race before I move on. Let's see. Let me fire up the ESPN. Playoff machine, and let's see where we are right here as we head into week 15. All right, so here we are. So, right now, currently in the NFC, the Green Bay Packers hold the number one seed with the tiebreaker over the Saints. We've got Green Bay at one, New Orleans at two, LA at three, Washington at four. Don't, don't sleep. I told you, man, they can win that division. Seattle at five, Tampa at six, and uh, Arizona at seven. Then we got in the AFC, we got the the Chiefs at one. Wow, Chiefs at one, bro. The the uh, Steelers at two, 
the Bills at three and the uh the Titans at four, Cleveland at five, Colts at six, and then Miami at seven. So yeah, it's getting tight. It's getting tight. It's definitely getting tight. This week I'm rolling with uh let's look at the pick four as we head into week fifteen. Give me a minute. Let me go switch it to week fifteen. Alright, so let's see. Games I'm looking at for the pick four. Let's see, man. Chiefs and the, the Saints. I'm rolling with the Chiefs. That's gonna be a good one. I'm rolling with the Chiefs though. Definitely rolling with the Chiefs. Then we got the um Let me see. Damn, it's not too many solid matchups this weekend. Oh, Washington and Seattle. I'm rolling with Washington, man. I'm definitely rolling with Washington. For sure. That's going to be a good game, though. But I'm rolling with Washington. And it's in Washington. Oh, yeah. I'm rolling with Washington, man. I'm definitely rolling with Washington. Then we got the Eagles and the Cardinals. I'm rolling with Philly. I think Philly wins that game. I think Philly can do that. Um, Then I'm rolling. Let's see. That's what's that? One, two. Damn, it's only two games. We got three more. Oh, that's three. That's three. What's the last one? Um, I'll go ahead and mm, we can do Chicago. Nah, that's nasty. Um, give me damn, I don't know. Yeah, give me Green Bay and uh Carolina. I'll roll with the Packers. That ain't a problem. But uh, yeah, man, it's getting tight. Uh, the Ravens win this week. They can jump back, jump up to the seventh seed. But they gotta win out. They gotta win out. And if they if the seeding stays the same, say the Ravens finish seventh, they'll get to see the Steelers in the playoffs. Because I'm I still don't understand how the Steelers were able to beat the Ravens two times, bro. That Steelers team, they are not that good. Records don't mean a damn thing. I'm telling you, especially in January. Especially in January. Um, let's see, let's see where we at, man. All right, I wanna wrap. Ah, no, I don't wanna wrap, wrap, wrap it up yet. Do I? I really don't care about the Cleveland thing like that. Hmm. Yeah, man, we can finish up with this Kyrie thing. We can finish up. Do I care? Do I really care about that? Do I care about that, honestly? Honestly, truly. Do I really want to waste my breath on that? Because I really don't care for that dude like that. I don't. I don't. I don't. I just don't feel like it. I don't feel like it. I don't feel like talking about it. I just don't feel like giving that my energy on this episode. I don't. I don't. So that's all I got for you, folks. Um, that's it, man. That's all I got for you this week. It's like I looked at the tweets. You know, he talked to the media. Who cares? Who cares if he talks to the media or not? Honestly, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to give that too much energy. I don't really care about Cleveland. You're finally realizing that Chief Wahoo and the Indians is a racist thing. But hey, welcome to 2020. Um, yeah, man. So that's all I got for you guys this week. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I'll be back again next week for episode one, two, three. Um, like I said, man, enjoy your day. Enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy your weekend when it comes. Um, yeah, man. Um, that's all I got for you guys, man. Thank you. Shout out to Stadium Scene TV. All the followers. Thank you guys for continue, continuing to listen. Subscribe. All that good stuff, man. And for the 122nd time, I'm Eric Lyons. And you have just been electrified.